Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we just saw First Man, and on the count of three, we'll give our one to ten rating. One, two, three. Eight, Eight point five. five. Hey. High five. Eight point high five. So I knew almost nothing about that going into it. I knew Ryan Gosling was in it. I, what is her name? She's my new favorite actress. Claire Foy. Claire Foy is my new favorite actress. I'm the queen, or the crown. Yep. And the new... And caught in the spider's... The girl in the spider's web, web, yeah. I'm very excited about it. She can do anything. Yeah. Especially accents. I'm now remembering that Damien Chazelle, who directed La La Land and Whiplash, that he was going to do a Ryan Gosling moon landing movie. But as I was watching, I had forgotten that. So that, that was the same director as oh, those Oh, interesting. Two. He had a clear vision that I... I think I understood very well. Yeah. Without that, you you just have a, like a remake yeah, of I the was, right stuff. Or... I was hoping because I think you can always do an interesting space movie because yeah. space is always interesting. Yeah. But do something with it. And mm-hmm. he did. I think he kind of made it into a movie about depression and, and grief. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, we see him be a very loving father and That's relatively true. attentive to his wife. Yeah. Um, but having gone through the death of his little girl... You know, and I I love that scene of the little girl. I'm assuming it's radiation or something, but it's this giant, very... It looks very space-like. Space-like, sci-fi machine kind of pointing at her head, you know? And how science is getting him to this place that he wants to go. Mm -hmm. And yet, the whole time you feel like... He, it's kind of like he kept withdrawing and therefore space when he'd get out there there was all the like anxiety and angst of, of liftoff mm. um, but once he was up there I sensed a like emotional relief of just being alone and quiet and isolated mm. um, and and I was interpreting that as kind of the and I guess I'm talking a little bit from my own experience but the the type of depression or grief where it feels good to be there even though it's it's not safe and you could get stuck there forever and Uh, you know that kind of a um metaphor um and so he kind of creates this the reaching the moon paralleling that with his little girl and when they first say like we're gonna get a real good shot of the moon guys and and it comes into view it's not this white you know, we don't see the beautiful white defined craters like mm. we do in some. It's really dark yep. and almost more like a tumor. Uh, um, and a little more ominous than I was expecting. And, and so to me, the like getting to the moon maybe was just a really dark place he had to get to uh-huh. in order to, you know, let go. Again, a little cliche, but to let go of her uh-huh. and, and let go of the little... Karen bracelet and um, 
in order in order to come back to earth and mm. to maybe then finally be able to connect again with his family mm. and his wife you know and we see him still in quarantine and we see him looking through the the yeah. window at his wife and and he's not quite there yet but you get the sense that he's at least trying and yeah. so yeah to me it was more like a story of a grown man dealing with emotions there's the montage of how the world is reacting to this increased expenditure right, right. and uh, it's it's just white people on the moon and you know we have a New York City that desperately needs funding mm-hmm. for you know and of course the cost of life and you know is this worth it kind of thing and um, so I, I guess what I liked is it, it didn't say like yes it was worth it look how triumphant right, everyone is right um, that like this, this happened, and it was a unifying moment for our country. But I, I make, it makes me really question if this had failed. Kind of like how this, the Challenger symbolizes like overreaching or, or um, overconfidence mm-hmm. in our abilities. That this Moon Apollo mission would represent that same thing. And it could have just been like a tiny little detail that got wrong. That completely changed the world's impression of the space program of -hmm. this Everest reaching mentality that we have as Americans and obviously as Russians as well Um, we're we're racing us but yeah this idea of racing being the first seeming to be more of the issue than for science you know Um, so that I came away from this kind of as a that was lucky and I'm glad that we had this moment, but if it hadn't worked, maybe for the better, I don't know, maybe we would have been checked a little bit in our bigger, better, faster, stronger kind of hubris, yeah. thing that Americans have for better or worse. And it draws a clean line between the reason why America or scientists might want to get to the moon versus the reason why an individual would choose to go through all of that training and all of that yeah. agony to get there. Right. The individual has to have other reasons. You right. know, the individual isn't the one who's getting yeah. bogged down in the politics of it. Right. They have to have their own set. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get the sense that you could do one of these movies for each each of those people, you yeah. know? <laughs> I really loved when they, every time that there was a launch, they would do lots of close-up, almost like point of view, like um, glances at all of the bolts, Mm. as if like, are they going (laughs) to hold? Are they going to hold? Which of course is what I think of whenever I see real life, you know? Um, How how is the, how strong do those bolts have to be to not just... Mm -hmm pop off um and in this movie i feel like that really he did it almost every time there was uh, one of those tense moments he, they were glancing at the little bolts and the seams mm. and it, it just kind of reinforced like is is my world gonna yeah fall apart right now is it just gonna burst at the seams but you got the sense that he had to just keep going there to that point yeah. until he reached kind of the the crux of it for him yeah yeah, there's just so much failure in that movie. Yeah, Whether I like that own, too. Whether it's his own 
I mean, they don't really ever make it seem like he made a mistake. But so often the technology and the math that he's trusting doesn't pan out. And he keeps being asked to do it again. And he just each time kind of agrees to it with you know some hesitancy. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's seen the mounting peril. Although he also... He also is dealing with other people doubting his psychological and emotional state. Yeah. And he, despite maybe being distracted at times and maybe um, causing a couple (laughs) odd choices that weren't um, standard that made his uh, supervisors and peers nervous, he has no... It doesn't seem like he has any question of stopping. Yeah. Like, that he doesn't feel you know and and I think that that question is supposed to be a big question in the movie when they're interviewing him for the right. I thought it was Gemini but it's Gemini yeah. I, I think you can say either okay way. um the that project and they say you know at the end he says I'm sorry to hear about your daughter and he's like is that a question and he said do you think that your daughter's death right. is going to affect you and he just answers how could it not basically yeah. um I feel like that was a big, um, yeah. poignant <laughs> part framed, of the script. Framed the movie very pretty Yeah, well. kind of, of course it's going to, but maybe that's what's going to get me there too, you know? Yeah. Boy, boy, those, those moms dealt with a lot. <laughs> yeah. I really, uh, also liked the writing in the scene where she, where... Um, my new favorite actress when he's packing to leave yeah. and he's ref- he's avoiding everybody and she just puts her foot down and is you know clearly hasn't been I think recognizes that this is all so hard for him and recognizes his ambition but also recognizes the dark place he's in and all that stuff and has done a lot to try to let him do what he needs to do but it's kind of she just draws a line at that point yeah. and is saying you know I'm not stopping you from from going out and doing something every day that could easily kill you yeah. and therefore affect me and your kids but you 100% you are not going to make me yeah. um, talk to them about that I will not do that dirty task for you <laughs> <laughs> I really love the music it was non-traditional for a movie that's pretty thrilling. I would say that the majority of the time it was a very small orchestra playing the score, which I think is to underscore the idea that we're talking about a, a personal story here as opposed to this the man part as opposed to the mankind part. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. And so I think the music did a good job at yeah, focusing, well put. focusing our... Um, attention on not like oh man is this wait wait which part is this because like oh man i remember this on tv you know like, <laughs> kind of like stop thinking about that so much and and let's go back to uh, where this guy's head's at i think they could have done more of that even uh-huh like h- having more like more uh folk like stylistic I think they choices skipped oh sure i think they could have skipped moments yeah because we know them um, but I think they this movie is great because as we're kind of showing you got you know it 
it tells multiple stories at the same time, which yep. is great. And I think they didn't want to neglect the historic story yep. too much in fear that those people who just want to go and see a great retelling of a right. inspirational story don't get annoyed that they didn't get the shots of the liftoff of right. Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, but they were long and, and I was far more concerned about or far more interested in the character. Yeah. So I didn't need, again, I liked, I liked his point of view from inside the, mm-hmm. um, cockpit. I don't know. What do you sure. call it? That, that checks out. Um, Rather than the typical, you know, sheets of ice falling off the side. Yeah. Are they sheets of ice? I don't know. I feel like I <laughs> learned that once. This uh, reminded me throughout a little bit of the movie Loving. Interesting. Minus the liftoff shots and stuff. Um, <laughs> but it was... So- <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning, like, it's taking a historic moment that oh, I we've see. heard about I see. and saying, that's, we're going to barely reference that. Um, Minus and, the, like, buckling themselves into the spaceship part. Which I missed when I was in the bathroom. Oh. But, um, but that's what I was saying. Like, there's, they could have done it more. Yeah, that's true. But it, the, the approach reminded me of the approach to loving. Like, yeah, yeah. very claustrophobic camera. Uh, lot, lots of tight close-ups, just fo- focusing us on the characters, and, and even though there's a lot going on around them, we're we're stuck right with them and their point of view, and the interpersonal drama as opposed to the high-stakes drama mm-hmm. of you know world events. Yeah, in my world, in my ideal world, this would have been even more like even more close-ups of Ryan Gosling's tortured face. Right, agree, <laughs> but. You know, I, I'll take what I can get from a movie about space. I think that this was better shot than uh, Gravity, which I know Alphonse Cuaron spent years design that, designing that movie, and it was pretty and exciting. But I, I think this, again, having a point of view like this movie did, made it much more beautiful because I was seeing yeah. it through a person's eyes as opposed to just it being dazzling. Yeah. Gravity was too scary. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant to say. It was just the gravity was too <laughs> it's scary. Really scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I need to eat a bologna sandwich so soon. I'm starving. Um, I feel like there's more to say. Oh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> um, better be good. <laughs> I want to talk more about the the people who had a problem with the space program. Okay. Do you think we should have gotten to space and, and land on the moon? Uh, I do, but I but I feel very strongly about that too. I, I it, it's frustrating to me that um, we neglect so many important things, yeah, while also achieving important things. And I don't think that they have to. I think they could happen together. And so I think, especially at a time when civil rights was so yeah um, violent. I, I liked the guys. He was kind of doing like a spoken word. Yeah, I love and that. It was, and the last name of one of the astronauts is White. Oh, they were saying Whitey's on the moon. Oh, I thought. Like like the white man's on the moon. Whitey's on the moon. Oh, I thought somebody's last name was actually White. It is, but oh. I don't think that's why he was saying that. Oh, well, whatever. Uh-huh. It has the same effect. 
Um, and I, I found that very um, poignant. And I think, yeah, again, <laughs> just like just like the mini story within the big story, I think in order to get to a place that you're going, you we as a country neglected a lot of other things that were very important. Yeah. Uh, just as Ryan Gosling's character kind of does the same. Like he gets to this place that he feels he needs to get to, but he neglects a lot of, you know, there are many, many years that he's neglected his boys. How do you feel about, do you think that we should have gone to the moon? I think we went too early. Mm-hmm. I think it was really lucky. Mm-hmm. This is speaking as a layperson that doesn't really know much about the engineering and, you know, probability of success and that sort of thing. It just seems like it was more out of a PR move to beat Russia, be the greatest nation on earth, as opposed to uh, we need to get to the top of Mount Everest to figure out how different the atmosphere is up here kind of thing. Like, yeah, the the why was flawed to me, and it, it rushed these men and lots of taxpayer dollars towards a conclusion that very fortunately paid off, but mm-hmm. it could have easily not. It, without without the Russians also trying to do it, it wouldn't have happened, and maybe that would have been for the best. <laughs> maybe it wouldn't have happened at that time. Maybe maybe doing it in the mid seventies. <laughs> right, right, sure, sure. Or I don't know for for you know I don't know right. I don't know, I, I'm just kind of talking. But. Uh, yeah, I think some people would argue like would it have ever happened if there wasn't a real fire under yeah. butts, and I don't know. But. What what loss? What great loss is that? Right, besides, to what loss? besides some symbolic, sure, like achievement. Sure. Um, okay, let's reevaluate our scores. I mean, I'm tempted after that discussion to bump it up a little bit, but it's not a movie that I'm like, I'm gonna want to see that again and talk <laughs> about it with everybody I know. I think well, seeing no, a movie I'd talk again. About it ag- yeah, seeing a movie again that's doesn't not mean, a good. I don't know. That, uh, to measure. me, that's disqualifier. That's not a disqualifier for a good movie. Yeah, I guess I just think an eight point five is a good score. It is. I think I'm going to keep it there, and yeah. I think, but I kind of want to say that that still is really good. I want to emphasize yeah. that that's really good. Uh, I'm also going to say eight point five and points off for a little bit too much uh, gratification for the audiences they knew would come to see this movie and be disappointed to see a purely interpersonal drama. Um, Also, I didn't love the way that the bracelet dropping shot was directed or scene was directed. It felt a little bit heavy-handed. I I don't know how how I've done it differently, but the rest of the movie was more subtle than that scene. Yeah, that, that was scene the just most kind of hit me over the head a bit scene, too much. Yeah. So, yeah. but it did kind of replace the like flag, yeah, um, planting that scene you expect that you know happened. But yeah, that that you know you see it. I think briefly in a shot <laughs> that yeah. there's a flag next to the thing, but um, and and it very well could be that historically Lance was or Neil, sorry, not Lance. Oh my gosh, <laughs> whoops, um, was. The one, not the one to plant the flag. I don't know who did, but I think they they could have easily made a big moment of the flag, and they didn't. They, you know, they that momentous moment seemed to be much more to drop the bracelet and. You know, not everyone knows that uh, Lance Armstrong lost his uh, 
testicle um, on like when he was going down that ladder, he got, he got his uh, downstairs area stuck in the ladder. That's how it happened. All right. Well, they're both my heroes. <laughs> I want to eat some bologna. All right, let's do it. Okay, bye. Bye.